Hi, everyone. This is Scott from Prepare to Answer. I want to share some news with you about an exciting new resource that we've created called So Much More Than Sex. It's no secret that the subject of sex is one of the biggest concerns for young Christians today. That's why we've created So Much More Than Sex for senior teens and young adults. It's a four-part video series, complete with notes and discussion questions, that you can do with your young adults class, small group, or even on your own. The point of the series is to help you shift the narrative about sex away from seeing biblical teaching as little more than an outdated list of do's and don'ts, and replacing it with the overwhelmingly positive, life-giving, and eternally significant vision that the Bible gives for your sexually ordered body. If you want to get in on the So Much More Than Sex series, just follow the link in the episode description. And now we turn to today's episode. The following is a presentation of Prepared to Answer, a ministry devoted to seeing a new generation of Christians experience life transformation through a renewed mind by teaching them to think like Jesus. Why is living by faith so difficult? Jesus said, Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. I don't know about you, but I'd love to see mountains move as a consequence of me exercising my faith. But if we're honest, most of us see a disconnect between Jesus' promise here and our experience. We struggle to move mountains because we struggle to live by faith. In an earlier post, we defined faith as living as if what God says is really true. In this sense, faith isn't the same as knowledge, but rather is the demonstration that we really do trust what we know. Simply put, faith is acting upon knowledge, or as Dallas Willard once said, faith is commitment to action based upon knowledge of God and God's ways. In diagnosing the reason for our struggle, then, we want to take a look at these three elements of faith. Belief, commitment, and knowledge. It's hard to separate them because they really all work together, but we can still look at each one in its turn. Reason 1. A failure of belief itself. It may seem obvious, but if faith is living as if what God says is true, then the first question the struggler must ask is whether they actually do believe God to be true. So often Christians merely parrot what the faithful should believe, but never truly believe it for themselves. More than a mere mental exercise, the self-question of belief should be done before God. Can you truly tell him that you believe that he is true? Honesty is the best policy here, because you can't go anywhere with God until you're honest with him. Let his spirit expose your disbelief, which itself is a step of active faith. Ironically, it takes belief to have God help you with disbelief. And so we're like the father of the demon-possessed boy in Mark chapter 9, who cried out to Jesus, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Reason 2. A failure of commitment. Commitment is different than belief because we can actually be committed to something we don't believe in. When my son was four years old, he asked me to help him build a block tower, instructing me where and how to place the supporting blocks. I knew that his engineering was not sound and would result in catastrophe, a fact I tried pointing out. But he was adamant, and so desiring him to learn, I committed myself to what he asked. But I never believed that it would work. Commitment, then, to borrow from Dallas Willard again, is simply a matter of choosing and implementing a course of action. Now, while it may be possible to commit ourselves without believing, it is not possible to believe without committing. And this is where many Christians come up short. To use Jesus' words from Luke 14, 28, they do not first count the cost before agreeing to believe, thereby never really accepting the actions and consequences that belief may entail. So we attempt to keep belief as a mere feeling or profession, 
existing only in the abstract area of thought. But in fact, such a faith is really no faith. For as James put it, faith without deeds is dead. This is perhaps the most important aspect of faith, because in committing ourselves to action, our faith becomes real. And our faith can grow by degrees, since some acts of commitment require more faith than others. How vital it is, then, to enter into the school of spiritual disciplines. For example, prayer, study of God's Word, and meditation upon His truth. This is where we practice the easy faith steps in private, so that we will be prepared for the hard ones when they find us in public. Reason 3. A Failure of Knowledge Finally, faith may fail for lack of knowledge. This may occur in two ways. First, you may not know what you should know about God. For example, you cannot trust God for your daily bread if you're not aware that He is consciously and continually supplying your every need. This is simply a failure to be informed and would be expected if you never read or studied your Bible. Second, you may not be coming to know God through experience. Remember that the goal of your faith is to know God, John 17:3, and that entering new life in Christ is entering into life with Him. Certainly this entails tending to the interior life of the Spirit, practicing life in God's presence through prayer, meditation, and worship, But in addition, it includes those living moments where we actively commit ourselves to faith steps with Him. I told you these all related together. It's in those living moments where we step out in faith and act, precisely because God tells us to, that we enter into a living experience with Him. For in those activities of our lives where we bring our actions into conformity with what God desires, His Holy Spirit is right there, orchestrating the whole thing. This is what Paul meant in Galatians 5.25 by saying that we must keep in step with the Spirit. To do the will of God is nothing less than walking with God. So, as we grow in those living activities of conforming our lives to God's will, we are in fact growing in our knowledge by experience of what life with God is like. We are doing life with Him, and in so doing, coming to know Him more. Conclusion Do you struggle to live by faith? Are you frustrated with your on-again, off-again tendencies toward faithfulness? Do you long to see mountains moved, but feel so desperately short on mustard seeds of faith? Starting with a heart of repentance, go to God and admit your failure. Renew your desire before He who is always ready to give a second chance, or a third, or even a thousandth, and begin applying your mind to becoming a careful thinker about faith, so that your faith is grounded first in a knowledge of the truth. Then. Take some deliberate steps to move your faith away from mere mental notions into being something you equate with action. Ask the daily question, what is my faith doing today? Or even a mustard seed of working faith based upon truth can truly move mountains. The preceding has been a part of the recording ministry of Prepared to Answer. For more resources to help you become more confident in living out and defending your faith in Jesus Christ, visit us at www.preparedtoanswer.org or on Facebook and Instagram at Prepared to Answer. Thanks for joining us, and may the Lord bless and keep you.